Welcome to this episode of Evolution Revolution. On today's show, we're going to continue the discussion that we began in the last episode about the two gods, one being the creator god, Jehovah, and the other being the liberator god, Jave. And I think it's necessary to expand upon this discussion because this is a very important point that people need to understand. Um, so they can get a clear picture as to what is going on on the earth. In the previous video, I mentioned that Jehovah, the creator God, has enslaved the mind, body, and the spirit. And I want to go over that in a little bit more detail and explain what I mean. So, as we discussed earlier, the creator aspect of God is the one who dilutes and descends the spirit and puts it into this human form. And obviously, once we enter into the human form, we are limited by the body. Um, we are subjected to death. We are subjected to sicknesses. Um, there's a whole lot of things uh, that are that are given to us as, as limitations because of the body. In addition to those things, we also have to feed the body. And now when we're presented with the concept of having to eat to sustain the body, we are subjected to real foods or our man-made foods, such as GMOs. Obviously, the GMO foods are not, they're not natural, they're made out of chemicals, and uh, it's not good for us. And as we can see, as we progress through time, it seems to be more prevalent, uh, the supply of GMO foods than of natural foods. Also, in regards to the body, we, because the body is subjected to illnesses and sicknesses, we must take drugs to, to heal some of those illnesses. Now, we don't actually have to, but we do because we don't have the knowledge of natural medicine um, or the skill set of how to heal the body with energy yet. So we have to rely on, on external drugs. And a lot of these drugs that we take are filled with poisons that harm us. Also, the mind of man 
that has been subjected to a control as well. And I think that's pretty obvious uh, when you look at the TV shows and the movies and the news that we are that we are given. There is a particular train of thought that the people who are controlling the world want you to see and they are trying to implant thoughts and they want you to think a certain way and follow a certain way and it's it's quite amusing because when we when a man starts to think outside of the box that he's been put in through society he gets labeled all of these different things um, by these larger groups because he does not conform to the popular um, way to think and that popular way to think or the popular thinking is the given implanted thoughts uh, that they want you to believe and they want you to live by. So that's how the body and the mind are controlled and we obviously we all we already went over how the spirit has been trapped by the body. Now in terms of the control that the body and mind are going through it would be a valid argument to say that it's not God who's doing that, but it's the government or it's large corporations who are controlling what we see on TV and, 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 and news and what, what pills we take and, why we, and, and what they put into the pills and what they put into the food. And that's a valid argument, but there is a direct correlation to these entities and the Creator God. So if we go to the Bible and we go to Romans 13, we will find a, the first line of that verse says, let everyone be subject to the governing powers, for there is no power besides that which God has created. It says that these powers that, that exist have been established by God. Now, this is a very interesting verse in the Bible because it is basically straightforwardly telling you that all the governments and the ruling powers that are controlling the whole world have been put there by God. And the God that is being referred to here is the Creator God, Jehovah. So Jehovah is telling us that we are subjected to the authorities that are, gover that are governing here because he has given them the power to govern. And there is no power on the earth besides that which God has put here. So if we were to argue the point that the body and the mind control that we are going through is done by governments or by corporations, now we have a direct link from those governments and corporations to the Creator God. Now on the term, or on the, now on the topic of enslavement, how we mentioned in the previous 
podcast that the Creator God Jehovah is an enslaver and trying to enslave you. Um, in the case that the population of the world is facing right now with lockdowns and the current situation, it is the governments who are dictating that we have to be locked down. We can't do this. We can't do that. We have to wear this. We have to wear that. It's them who's telling us that. Now, as we just mentioned, they are governing under the control or under the the power has been given to them by the Creator God. So indirectly, we can see that it is the Creator God who is enslaving us, Jehovah, right? This is interesting. Now, if, if this is the case, which it is, then this enslavement is being brought down on the people by Jehovah himself. And this is an interesting piece of information that I think we all need to contemplate and try to understand. Because a lot of people in this situation are praying to God, and that being the Creator, Jehovah, to help them in this situation. Now, if he's the one trying to enslave you, praying to him to set you free is not something that would work. And if we think about this from another interesting standpoint, it's that a lot of people who are anti what's happening, uh, there are a lot of conspiracy theorists out there who make videos and talk about what's happening. And a lot of them say that the people who are trying to enslave us are Satanists and they are devil worshippers. And that doesn't make sense because if you look at the situation of what's happening, the other god, which is Jave, is a liberator. He's the one who wanted you to eat the apple so that you can become a god. He's the one who told you that it was Jehovah who said that you would die, but that would not, but that that would not happen. He is the one trying to liberate you from this situation. Not just this situation that's happening right now, but the overall situation of the spirit being trapped in the body. So to call the people who are trying to enslave you as devil worshippers doesn't make sense because the devil term, the way that they use it, is an opponent to God. But, it, but now we have seen that it is the creator, God Jehovah, who is in fact trying to enslave you. So the opposite of that would not be trying to enslave you. And that would only stand to reason that the people who are, who are part and parcel of this enslavement are on that side, on the side of Jehovah. 
And if they're on that side, and we're trying to free ourselves, but we're on the same side, that can't work, and that won't work. So we need to understand that very clearly. There's something else which is a very interesting topic to discuss, and I want to bring it up in this episode because I think it's a, a necessary thing to talk about, and that is symbols. As you know, we're surrounded by symbols. We're, they're everywhere. They're, they are used for logos of companies. They're used by the government. They're used by secret societies. They're all over the place, and all these symbols have different meanings. Now. As far as the religions go, there are symbols in there also. You have crosses, and you have stars, and you have all of these different things are symbols that are meant to mean something. And if we go back to the ancient times and we look at these symbols, these symbols used to represent a power. There was a power that was inherent within these symbols. Okay, and people who use these symbols would use them to create that power within the area that the symbol was being shown. But there's something interesting when we talk about symbols, and that is that every magical symbol, when inverted, reveals a true power. When inverted, and the religions of the world have concealed this and perverted it. So that means that when you see a particular symbol, the inversion of that symbol is what is with power. Now, I want to bring up one example, which is the five-pointed star, okay? If you go to the internet and look up um, a pentagram, which is a five-pointed star, you will find many references to it being a star of witchcraft and all this stuff. Let's put all that on the side and let's talk about within the ancient cultures what it actually is. If we go back to ancient cultures and we see the use of the five-pointed star, the five-pointed star has always been used as a protection symbol to protect the people from evil energies, from bad energies, and all of these things, right? And now if we go online and if we look up the, the, the inverse of the five-pointed star, we see an upside-down star, and we see many of web pages that are telling you that this upside down star is a symbol of the devil and Satanism and evil and all this stuff. Well, based on what I have just mentioned, that the real power in the magical symbols is when it is inverted, that would mean that the inverted star is where the real power is, the upside-down star, the one that they supposedly tell you is evil. And the religions of the world have made it seem, just like that quote says, that it is evil, but it is not. That symbol has the real power, the power that we need to harness to 
so we can free ourselves from the downward spiral and the descent of the spirit into matter. Because let's face it, if in fact Jehovah, the, the creator, takes the spirit and enslaves it in a man, he is descending the spirit. And anything that is on a descent will continue to descend until it hits the bottom. And another word for that concept is degeneration, which is what is happening to mankind. Now, if with knowledge we knew that this is what was happening and we wanted to stop it and progress towards our evolution, we would need a greater force than the force at which we are descending to stop the motion, stop us from dropping and turn around and go back up. Now here's the thing. This is a key point, okay? Man is falling in an esoteric sense down from spirit is becoming man and then he gets trapped in, in this cycle where he lives and dies, he lives and dies until this game was finished or until you can escape. And when you are on the earth, you are subjected to karma. This is something that everybody goes through when Jehovah or the Creator puts you into the human body. The human body on this earth is now subjected to karmic law. And in an esoteric way, there are karmic lords known as the Lipika. And the Lipika decide and dictate the fate of everybody. Which means that once you are born here and you are put into the human body, your fate has already been chosen. You are basically playing out a movie. Because no matter what you do, or no matter what you choose, or you think that you choose, ultimately you're going to end up in the same place. Now there's a lot of people that can argue and say, well, I can choose this and I can choose that. And I would refer them to the, to the principle of voting. And in this country, it's very, it's very obvious because here we have two wings. We have a left wing and a right wing. And when it comes time to vote for, the, for a, a president, okay, we have to choose between the left or the right wing. And we think that we have the power to choose. I'm telling you that we really do, do not have this power. And the reason why we do not have this power is because you are only able to choose from the two choices that have been given to you. So the power of choice is not with the man who can choose one or the other. It's the people who are giving you the choices to choose from.
right? So if we look at it that way, which is the correct way, then we have no choice. And this is the problem. We are subjected to karma. We are subjected to karmic law. And there's nothing we can do. We have a feeling that we have choice, but we don't actually have it. And a research on karma will show you just that. Now, let's go back and talk about the star. Let's continue that. So man is on a downward falling trajectory. And he needs to turn around and go the other way. So you need to have an opposite force equal or greater to the downward force to first of all stop the downward movement and then turn it around and go back up, right? This is the symbology that is found in the, the pentagram and the inverted pentagram. When we look at a pentagram, there are esoteric uh, symbols that have been inlaid into the pentagram of a man, and I'm going to put it up on the screen for you to see. And, and then I'm going to put the next is going to be the, the inverted pentagram. Now, when we see the man in the pentagram, the two bottom points are, would be his feet. When we see the inverted uh, pentagram, the upper two points of the star are our horns. And this is where I think we have a lot of people who are like, well, if they're horns and they're evil, that's not the case. We need to do a little bit of research and find out what horns mean and, you know, why is it horns? If we take a look and, and anybody can do this, you can go online, you can go to Google, you can type the symbolism of horns. And actually the first thing that you get, which I'm putting up on the screen, says, ancient gods and super, super beings had horns. Okay? Kings put horns on their headdresses as a symbol of strength, supremacy, and sovereignty. This is interesting. So horns, the symbolism of horns, shows strength, supremacy, and sovereignty. Sovereignty is, I think, one of the key things here, just because it is very much in context with the rest of this discussion. Sovereignty is freedom. It's when you are free from the bondage, when you are no longer trapped, you are no longer a slave. You are completely sovereign. And horns are a symbol of sovereignty. Now, I previously mentioned that if man is on a downward fall, he needs to stop that movement, turn around, and go back up. That is where we get that concept is the definition of the word repent. If we go to and I put it up on the screen for you to see. What 
repent means, okay? So right there, it says the Greek word, which means to change one's mind. If you go down a little bit to the bottom of that paragraph, it says you need to turn around and go the other way. You are headed down the wrong way. And you need to change your mind and turn and go the other way. And in fact, it says you are headed down the wrong way, the way to hell, which as we mentioned in the first audio, that this is hell. And that star, the upward pointing star, is a symbol of man and his two feet are the bottom uh, points on the star. And you are headed to hell, to the earth which you stand upon. And we need to repent. We need to turn around and go the other way. And when we turn this star upside down, the horns are on top. And as I just mentioned, and I'll put it back up on the screen, the horns are what the ancient gods and the super beings had. They show the strength and the supremacy and the sovereignty of man. When he gets the knowledge and changes himself, he becomes strong, supreme, and free, and he heads back up. Now, as you can see on the screen, I've put the five-pointed star facing upright with one point on the top and the inversion of that so you can see that. Now I want to show you another image, which is, it is the six-pointed star with the same goat, which is Baphomet, inside of that, of, it's the same one that is inside of the inverted five-pointed star, but now we have him in a six-pointed star, and the uppermost point is a torch that is coming out of his head. Okay, this is a very interesting thing because the torch has always been a symbol of illumination, of being able to see what was hidden, which in a layman's terms would be knowledge. You now have gained wisdom of the things that were hidden from you. You realized what was true because of this light. And now it's a six-pointed star and the torch of illumination shines because he is supreme, he is strong, and he is sovereign because his spirit now is headed back to where it came from. It is no longer enslaved within the human body. On a side note, I do think it's very interesting also to make a point that the upright five-pointed star says Adam and Eve, as you can see, and the inverted one says two other names, one of which is Samael, the name on the top. Samael is another name for Javeh, which is the other god. Okay? In fact, the El from Samael is a Hebrew word for God. And the correct, or the whole, um, the whole way to say his name is Samael and then Acher. And El Acher means the other God. 
because that is in fact the liberator God, the one who told you that you will not die when you eat the fruit, and the one who told you that you will become a God. Finally, I'd like to talk about one more thing, which I think is of great relevance to this, uh, to this topic, and it is the word pentagram by itself. So pentagram, as we know, um, the word P-E-N-T means five, right? Gram, if you go to the etymology of the word gram, it means one of two things. It's a small weight, like a kilogram, or something written, like a, a telegram. So we have gram meaning a small weight, and a weight is obviously it's something that can hold you down, or it's something written. So if we apply it to pentagram, we have five small weights, so five things that are holding you down, or five written concepts, right? Now, if we go into the esoteric books, we will find out that the pentagram, the five points of the pentagram, represent five elements. These five are water and earth, air, fire, and spirit. Basically, these are the five elements that we deal with when we're on the earth, and the spirit would be us, right? Because we have been put here and our spirit has been put into the human body. Now, if we go to the etymology of element, and I will preempt what I'm going to say with this, that E-L is the Hebrew word for God, as I just mentioned with Samael. So the word element is L and E meant. If you go to the etymology of that word, the Latin origin of that word means a principle. Okay, so if we take that root and apply it to the five elements that are represented by the pentagram, we come up with five principles, right? These five principles are on the five points of the pentagram. And pentagram means five small weights. These five principles are the small, five small weights that are holding man to the earth in the creation, within the creation of Jehovah. These are what trap us. And the way to liberate ourselves and free ourselves and become sovereign is to inverse it, invert this pentagram and be led and guided upwards by the torch of illumination which can teach you the real knowledge of the earth that you live in and how to liberate yourself from the enslavement that you are in. I actually wanted to make these episodes much shorter, but I think once I got into this discussion, it kind of it just kept going and going, but I do hope that it was informative uh, for you, and uh, I will try to make them much shorter in the future. But uh, thank you for 
listening, and I hope you tune in next time. Thank you. <laughs>